Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to the Fitness Fanatics. We are looking for our guest. He should be there. Oh, he's he, okay. He, he, oh, is he on there? He is. You're you're a little behind oh, on your okay. on your monitor there, but he is here. All right, hey. So we have hey guys. Oh, good, and we and can we even hear, hear him. Like you know, the first two times we had guests call in, they 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 didn't know, you know, they, they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Maybe it's because they were from Iowa. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've always viewed Minnesota as far superior. Okay. And and now we have our first Minnesota <laughs> guest on. And just like that, he's on. He's on the stream. We can hear him and everything, which is very cool. I How- mean, it, it, it doesn't hurt that I've been literally been sitting in this space for the last two and a half years, either virtually working out back behind me or <laughs> doing my job right from this computer. So the audio and everything is all, you know, I know what I'm doing when it comes to virtual meetings not your first well, rodeo and you don't have yeah, to be no. diplomatic you could say iowa i mean you know it's okay we're we're in nebraska so we don't really like the iowa hawkeyes or you know so we every time we can take a little dig we we take that um so it's okay you don't you see, have this to be is, diplomatic. this is complicated because i grew up in iowa Uh-oh. Right? so i'm Uh-oh. from iowa and i live in minnesota well so, peter yeah. thanks for joining us uh this it's has been, been great nice. yep. Uh. Yep. <laughs> no, we're, <laughs> we're at in iowa did you grow up I grew up in a little town called Decora, actually, up in the northeast corner. Oh, I know right where that is. I mean, we did live, I did live in Iowa for 38 years of my life. So, right. um, but I, I was born in Nebraska, so always been a Husker fan my entire life. So, but that's okay. Decora is close to Minnesota, right? It's like 40, uh, 15 minutes from the Minnesota border and like 40 minutes from Wisconsin. So yeah, it's about as Northeast as you can get. Yes. Yeah. It's, I don't think I've ever been to Decorah because it's like four and a half hours from Des Moines. Again, yeah. there's just no great way to get there. No, but it's a great beer pilgrimage. If, if anyone needs a beer pilgrimage, Decorah, Pulpit Rock, yes. Top One Goliath. Yep. I like, I, it's on my bucket list oh. to go to Decorah, Iowa and okay. go and go drink the beer there. So, well, maybe Peter can give you some good places to hit up in Decorah. Please. Yeah. My, my vote would be Pulpit Rock I, instead of TG. I mean, know, TG is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's outside of town. Pulpit Rock is right there. It's, yeah. It's nice. Don't you think it's funny that every show on the Fitness Fanatics, we always get, we always, always talk about back. alcohol. Like, I, I go to my comfort <laughs> place, you know? <laughs> Well, Peter, um, as we're talking, I just kind of want you to know that Mark is currently doing the 10-week challenge um, here in Lincoln, and so we've been kind of documenting his journey along the way, and through eight weeks, Mark is down 30 pounds. Nice. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you and I had had maybe similar starting points, too, on our on our journeys, too, which is, for me exciting to hear I'm, I'm looking forward to talking yeah to you. i uh i lost i think it was 30 some pound 33 i think officially in my 10-week challenge nice. yeah um and i didn't win i did not win my 10-week challenge well so do you, were you a little bitter about that um I, it was actually a very good lesson uh in the sense that it was it was just get the disappointment out of the way right away hmm. but it i would i would i wouldn't I would be lying if I didn't tell you that there was a lot of um, then incentive to be like, okay, all right, 
that it, it was a good way to convert the short term into the long term. Right. Um, especially given everything that happened in that last week and the weeks after it. Oh, sure. So. Well, let's get let's this first segment. I kind of want to go back um, before you started Ferrell's like mm-hmm. you still so you you started in January of 2020. That's when you did the challenge, the winter challenge 2020. So what yep. kind of led up? Give us a little background about yourself, like wh- where you were at. Because most people, when they start ferals, or haven't worked out in years or they've tried everything and they just they can't really find something they can be consistent with. It's kind of what I've heard from being an owner over nine years. That's typically when most people will start with us. Um, right. So what, what was kind of your background leading up to you starting – making the decision because that's the one of the toughest things to do is to make that decision to pick up the phone to go into the gym and to say hey i need some help so kind of give us a little background on that yeah so i mean in high school i was uh you know a state level competitive cross-country runner right i was you know running 17 minute 5ks um, and in college i did a lot of ultimate frisbee like competitive ultimate frisbee mm-hmm. and that's basically like soccer level of running and and jumping and everything else and as often i'm sure happens to a lot of people um the combination of a job and um work and uh you know the the, the rigors of adult life and having kids and just stress uh stopped exercising at all really i mean i i always knew that i I should but i never really did anything other than oh hey i went for a walk yesterday which means i can eat whatever i want yeah feeling pretty good about that yeah (laughs) yeah right like that type of mentality and and you know the unaddressed thing that people don't really talk about a lot is a lot of us at least for me growing up didn't understand what portion control was didn't understand what macros were didn't understand what calories were you guys were talking i was totally watching earlier you were talking about peanut butter (laughs) peanut butter is one of the most terrifying things that you learn just how small a serving size really is right yes when you get a gram scale and you put (laughs) peanut butter on the gram scale you're like wait that little speck is (laughs) all i get for one serving for 200 calories of peanut butter enjoy your toast yeah right exactly (laughs) Um, but so I really had no concept of what what it was like. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm eating perfectly fine, says the guy who, you know, has 1,200 calories of beer three nights a week, right? And, like, <clears throat> the weight kept going up and up. And <sighs> I would say it spirals, right? It gets out of control in a hurry. And, and in my case, it was the weight got out of control in a hurry, um, and it, in order to feed that, literally, uh, that desire for food and drink, I was running up credit card bills. And for me, um, I, I, you talk about the the making that first decision. I'm convinced the more the more that I talk to people and the more that I look at this, is is you usually don't. Speaking from my experience, you usually don't necessarily make that decision yourself. Sometimes. Um, sometimes you you are forced to do so uh in my case it was my wife um who 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 i had to explain where the credit card debt was coming from and her i mean the simplest way to say it is she basically said either you fix this or i will um and that was that 
moment, right? That you, you can trace it back to everybody has, I think, a has a moment where you trace it back and say, what do you literally it's a fork in the road. I don't want to be I don't want to sound cliche, but it is really a fork in the road. And you say, what am I going to do? Right. And I'm pretty sure that that fork in the road saved my life. Um, but uh, that that led me to um, reach out about mental health services. Uh, it, it led me to contact the, the local Farrell's location that was near our house. Um, and I I literally paid out of pocket for the whole year. Right. We we paid for the whole year membership, did the 10 week challenge. Um, yeah, that was the sort of where everything sort of just dove off the diving board at that point. So <clears throat> what was it about ferals that you because, you know, there could have been I'm sure there's like like in Lincoln, there's 20 different places, 25 yeah. different gyms you could go to. Like, did you know people that did ferals? Did I mean, what was it that made you? decide to to because i'm sure you're when you did your research on ferals you're probably thinking oh my gosh this is six days a week 45 minutes a day like that's what i thought when i did ferals like how am i gonna work out for 45 minutes not just one time a week but six consecutive days i'm gonna die that's what people that's what always people are gonna say i would i didn't even do that many back-to-back days when i was running cross country right right? like we usually took saturdays and sundays off right that that, yeah no so um before we lived in minnesota we lived in sioux falls uh south dakota and there was a group of people that we knew we were were friends or adjacent friends with them who were ferals members at in sioux falls and i had seen what they were doing and Growing up, right, I never had done any any sort of combat sports. I, well, I take that back. I had a failed stint as a fifth grade wrestler one time. That um, was the worst experience of my life. That very clearly proved that I was not what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but I I had seen people do that before. I had seen what they were doing, and I had I had seen video clips of them doing it. I had I'd heard their testimonials, and I was like, man really liked the idea of punching and kicking something like the anger management aspect right, yeah. was a huge part of it. Um, and so I thought, right. As you do, right. Like someday I'll do that. Someday I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for that and I'll, you know, make, make good on that. And that's, that's how it started. It was, you know, push between a rock and a hard place. It was like, Hey, decide right now what you're going to do. And that was to me in my head, it was a no brainer. That was what I was doing. So had you been thinking about doing ferals for a while? Oh yeah. No, I going back to living in Sioux Falls, I'd, I'd been like, man, I really should do that. And six weeks later, man, I really should do that. Six weeks later, man, I really should do that. We, I used to listen to, well, there's a a good motivational speaker, um, Brian Tracy, and he would call that you live on someday aisle, right? Someday I'm going to do it. Someday I'm going to start someday. (laughs) So that's just kind of what I, what he calls it. You live on someday aisle, which just sounds like that's where you were living on someday aisle. So well, you, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you had been what a year, two years, three years where you had, you'd first heard about ferals before you actually decided to start. Oh man. It was probably more like five, honestly. I mean that, that transition from Sioux Falls to Minnesota was, was life changing in a good way. It just, it stretched back several years into our time there and it took several years of being here before it, you know, and again, it, it's, like I said, it, you talk about living on someday aisle, right? For me, it was, I got voted off the island in a very, in a very abrupt manner. I just got booted off the island because I, 
was pushed, right? It was yes. the, hey, put up or shut up. And yeah. So now you, you it was either sink or swim, right? You're like Tom Hanks on Castaway. Yeah. You better just get off. You better do something because you're, you're not staying on that aisle anymore. It sounded like your wife said, get, you know, like my mom used to say, shape up or ship out. That's what she told me yeah. when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the, the, the threat was very clear, right? Was, was either we figured this out or bye, right? That was the unspoken truth of it. And, you know, that it was um, John Puckett, the winner from two years ago, uh, was on social media a couple of weeks ago, has a t-shirt. He was, he was lifting, he was lifting a lot more weights than I can. Um, but the back of the shirt says behind every strong person, there is a story that gave them no choice. Right. Like, yep. and for me, it was it when, when presented with the put up or shut up, it was, there is no choice. Like I, I clearly need to solve this problem or at least attempt to solve this problem. Right. 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 So <clears throat> let's go. We got a couple more minutes here before we go to our first break. So which, uh, Farrell's location did you, did you join? So I started, uh, I joined the Egan, Minnesota location. Okay. Yep. And that was in January of 2020. Yep. Right. So kind of give us, cause there, there's a lot of people out there that are, I know that listening to the ticket for, we've been, we've been doing some stuff with the ticket for about a year. And Mark was one of those people that he was like, Oh, maybe I should do this. And I know people and, but some people are yeah, a little you know, someday. Yeah. yeah so, someday, someday I'll yeah. do it. They're, they're a little scared because of the word extreme, right? So for those who are out there on the fence, like kind of give us your impressions of like orientation day, some of the people that you met and, and kind of that feeling you got when you walked in there. So I, it was, the timing was on my part, the timing was terrible because I had my first mental health professional appointment that same morning as my test in. And so it was like, you lay bare all shame, right? On the table, like, like you're naked in front of the camera in multiple different ways in my experience, but it was great in the sense that it just ripped the bandaid off. Like, man, if you're going to do this, do it all in one, one shot. You don't have a choice. Um, and I walked in late, right. And the, the two guys that were the coaches that I most associated with, um, Adam and, um, uh, Tim were, were just like instantly like, Hey, here's your gloves, get this filled out. Let's do this. And they were super helpful. Like, Hey, I understand this sucks. This is super, super weird. Like, and I was one of, of, of that challenge. I was just one of just a handful of guys that were doing it. Right. Cause of course it's the new year. It's the, you know, new year's resolutions challenge. Right. And we guys are not the new year's resolution types usually I would say, but it, they were super, super nice and super, super helpful. And, um, there was no, there was no sense of, no sense of like, like boot camp, right? It was not. It was not at all like that. It was, it was very much, uh, uh, like welcoming. Hey, come and join us. We 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 want to hear your story. We want to help, right? And that was and that was the way that everybody, especially everybody in the five a.m. class, was like that for me. That's cool. And so that. All right. Well, we're up for a break here, right? Are we good for yeah, a break? Yeah, okay. So it. we're going to take a break. When we get back on this next segment, we're going to talk about your 10 week challenge journey and how that went results and that sort of thing. We'll be back here with uh, Peter Jensen in just a few minutes.